For BYU-Idaho Radio, I'm Ashley Chilcutt. Joining me today over Zoom is Randy L. Teton. She is the public affairs manager for the Shoshone-Bannock tribes and the only living person featured on U.S. Currency. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hello, Ashley, and thank you for having me. I'm grateful to be able to speak to you again. We actually spoke last year over Zoom. I don't know if you remember, but that was when you received the 2021 Women of Influence Lifetime Achievement Award. How have you been since then? Very busy, uh, but very productive. And um, it was a pleasure to share my story then. And I'm happy to share the good things that are happening here in in, uh, November uh, 2022. Yes, and I'm excited to ask you about those things. Now, I invited you on the show today because November is Native American History Month. And according to Senate.com, President George H.W. Bush signed into law a joint resolution in 1990 designating the month of November as the first National Native Indian Heritage Month, also known as Native American Indian Month. And I know that at Fort Hall, there's a few celebrations that are going to be happening or days of observation this week. Yeah. So just real quick, um, you know, here in Idaho, uh, yes, um, what you uh, provided was correct, is that uh, President uh, Bush did declare um, November as the uh, Native American Heritage Month. Um, but it actually goes a little further than that. And for the listeners' knowledge, um, there actually was a specific tribe in the East that went to Congress in the early 1900s. I think it was about 1919 or 1920 that um, a tribe went to Congress uh, in advocacy for establishing a day for Native Americans and specifically for the uh, boys, uh, Boy Scouts of America. And uh, that actually led to more advocacy from other tribes to um, basically create awareness to their congressmen across the states to um, acknowledge the tribes that are within those states. And there are over 550 plus Native American um, uh, peoples, uh, reservations um, that are federally recognized. And so if you can imagine, there's a lot of different cultures, different heritages um, that each state uh, recognizes during this month. So, um, but yes, um, we as a tribe what we do to celebrate this month is we have a variety of different activities earlier this past weekend we had um, a lot of community-based events uh, surrounding native american uh, veterans day Um, we actually recognize veterans day as a holiday for our tribal government so uh, we were closed and we had a lot of community events where we honored our veterans. Um, We even had a small group of veterans travel to Washington, D.C. to represent our tribe during the National Museum of American Indians Veterans Parade, uh, where they had over a thousand people in attendance uh, marching in uh, Washington, D.C. to showcase the tribes and honor our veterans. And so they just recently returned home Um, This week, we celebrate Native American Heritage Month. Uh, Today is Rock Your Ribbon Skirts for the ladies. 
or rock your ribbon shirt for the men. And a ribbon skirt is um, basically um, it's it's a it's an A-line skirt that the ladies wear that's adorned with a lot of ribbons, and so therefore you got the name ribbon skirt. Um, same thing for the men. Uh, it's a long sleeve uh, T-shirt that is adorned with ribbons. And a lot of the ribbon colors and the way that they're shaped on the garment um, actually has meaning. So um, a lot of our families that create these uh, ribbon apparel for their family members, they usually put their family colors on them. Um, and then a lot of times they make so many that they actually sell them to the community members so they have something to wear for these types of uh, events. Um, tomorrow is Rock Your Beaded Medallion Day. Um, Fort Hall um, is well known for our beadwork and so uh, we actually uh, provide the ability for families to wear your beaded medallion, take a selfie, um, during these activities and use a hashtag when they're posting it on social media. So again, it's kind of bringing awareness to the local people um, and local businesses um, that we are having these events here in Fort Hall. Yes, I noticed there was a kind of a focus around social media during this week. And there was even those hashtags posted at the bottom of the calendar that you sent to me. I thought it was really interesting you mentioned that some members of the tribes went to that Veterans Day parade. Um, did you have the opportunity to go with them? I didn't, no. Um, it was a small group of veterans. We wanted to focus more um, on the veterans um, that uh, dedicated um, their time during the service. And so um, we had a few, and we'll have more information posted um, on Showband News Facebook page. Um, I already shared some pictures, some beautiful pictures on the Shoshone Bannock Tribes Facebook page. So anyone out there listening, if you wanted to look at those photos, um, they are available on those two Facebook pages. Um, also the hashtags that we're talking about is that we encourage tribal members, uh, schools, uh, businesses that are participating in these activities to use um, the hashtags of rock your mocks, um, hashtag Native American Heritage Day, and hashtag Fort Hall. Um, and then again, uh, what I do from my position as the public affairs manager is I track those and um, basically just like them and share them uh, when I can. Um, but another thing that I want to bring up is um, that in 2011, we had a young girl from the state of New Mexico create a day called Rock Your Mocks. And it has been a trend in Indian country um, through, well, throughout Indian country, not just here in Idaho and New Mexico, but it's a day uh, that is specifically for those people um, are people to wear your moccasins to work, to school, um, take, a, take a picture and post it using uh, Rock Your Mocks hashtag. And it actually is collected by uh, this young girl, but now she has a team because it has become such um, a trend and it's um, getting bigger and better every year. And so that day is actually this Wednesday, November 16th is the actual official Rock Your Mock Day, Rock Your Mocks Day. 
Um, and so if anybody here in Idaho perhaps purchased some moccasins at our festival or our gift shops and you want to bring them out, um, this is your day to bring them out. That's wonderful. I'm sure she didn't imagine that it would grow as much as you just described it has. But I imagine that people have really enjoyed participating in this day and and saying, hey, are you going to wear your moccasins tomorrow or, you know, inviting their friends to do so. I'm curious to know, as far as moccasins go, are they typically handed down from generations or do you get your own pair of moccasins? Uh, well, you know, we're pretty fortunate that, you know, we have a lot of beaters that create new moccasins. And so a lot of people do have those that were handed down by their mother or grandmother. But um, we do have a lot of people that do purchase brand new moccasins. And uh, luckily, we have an amazing uh, gift shop here in in uh, Fort Hall at the um, Shoshone Bannock Casino called the Donzia Gift Shop. And they actually have a lot of moccasins for kids and adults. And um, so... You know, if you purchase some, uh, please wear them um, and and participate in this Native American Heritage Month. Um, if you live in an area that perhaps, you know, they're not really doing much, um, I can tell you that you can participate on social media wherever you are. Um, if you have a Facebook page or an Instagram, just use the hashtag and, and your picture just might show up on their wall on their Facebook page or their Instagram. I love how social media kind of bridges the gap between people in different places and unites them in the activity, right? In the Rock Your Mox Day or, you know, other things like that. So Mm -hmm. I know that Thursday is Rock Your Favorite Tribal T-Shirt Day. And I'm curious to know what your favorite tribal T-shirt looks like. My favorite uh, t-shirt that I plan to wear is uh, actually a a t-shirt that um, uh, has the coin on it. Nice. Um, It's the Sacagawea coin. And so that's going to be what I'll be rocking this Thursday. And again, these are activities that Fort Hall specifically created. These are not nationally um, uh, activities. Um, every tribe, wherever you are, uh, will have their own specific events and activities. And so um, we created uh, this week um, to kind of correlate with Rock Your Mocks. And so we figured instead of just celebrating on one day, why not celebrate for the whole week? And, um, you know, tomorrow, if you want to rock your ribbon shirt and your beaded medallion, great. Um, basically, this is just your chance to participate in this National uh, Native American Heritage Month. Um, and also, it's not just a way of uh, showcasing uh, the beauty of our traditions, but also um, promoting small business owners, small um, indigenous business owners that might have uh, a business in creating moccasins or beaded medallions. Um, or even a small shop that they sell um, t-shirts at. Um, So this is really an opportunity to uh, currently to promote um, the amazing uh, and rich products that come from Idaho, um, specifically from Fort Hall. So, Right. I know that there's a lot of craftsmanship that comes out of Native American tribal tradition and the clothes that are going to be displayed throughout the week, definitely communicate that. There is one thing that I also want to mention is that, you know, 
with Native American Heritage Month, schools are encouraged to um, uh, enhance the students' awareness of the month. And so we've been very fortunate to have um, some amazing school districts, um, such as Blackfoot School District. Um, they actually uh, celebrate uh, in September, the end of September, and they have the Native American students dress up and then they go to all the schools in that public school district and they showcase and have the kids dance. And there's a moderator that um, gets up and talks about why they're doing that. And um, I actually was a moderator a couple years ago. And so I was um, able to go to a lot of the schools and uh, you know, just being able to have that collaboration and that partnership with your local school district to honor um, the Native American Heritage Month and just honoring the students, um, I think is amazing. And I encourage other school districts to also do the same thing because again, you might live near a reservation um, and your students may not know how, uh, how close or what tribe is a, a neighbor. So I do encourage any school districts that are uh, wanting to participate in next year's Native American Heritage Month to definitely, you know, uh, create your, your committee and, and get some activities going. I was actually going to ask about that, something related. I feel that perhaps groups outside of Native American communities aren't aware that November is Native American History Month, mostly because... Uh, During my research, I found that, according to NativeAmericanHistoryMonth.gov, several states have presently designated Columbus Day as Native American Day, but it continues to be a day we observe without any recognition as a national legal holiday. So I guess outside of Native American community, have you observed that people are aware that it's Native American History Month? No, and and that's where a lot of good education uh, from your leadership, whether it's the mayor um, or the superintendent or uh, the chamber of commerce to reach out to the local tribe to see what they can do to participate and support uh, the Native American Heritage Month. Because I know uh, last month was uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, and um, I feel that there's a lot more attention given to um, you know, from from small businesses of um, acknowledging and supporting Hispanic uh, Heritage Month when I think equally, you know, Native American Heritage Month, we're just the next month up. And so I think it really does start at the leaders um, to just begin that conversation. Um, because again, you are right, there are a lot of people that don't realize that Native American has been established um, as a National Native American Heritage Month and what it means and um, what could they do to support it. And I think just Googling and finding out, but, you know, I, I do welcome the listeners to like the Shoshone Bannock Tribes Facebook page because then you can kind of track what we're doing locally here in southeastern Idaho. And I know that other tribes also do uh, their own activities. And so really it's just participating and taking an interest. Um, But I do feel that it starts at your leaders to kind of just open up that communication. So you mentioned that you've seen businesses recognize, I guess, the Latin culture during Hispanic Heritage Month. So what would you like to see as far as local businesses in relation to Native American Heritage Month? 
Uh, yeah, you know, it could be a variety of uh, positive um, inclusion of, uh, you know, perhaps on their windows, they can uh, do, um, you know, maybe just announce, you know, Native American Heritage Month is November. Um, you know, they can reach out to um, my office and we can provide some input on what are uh, culturally appropriate um, graphics. Um, we can, um, we do have staff that can go and visit the local schools if they are interested in having a speaker. Um, so there, there are a variety of different um, factors and um, participation that they can do. Um, but I think uh, last month I seen a lot of banks, you know, again, have, um, you know, their, the interior of the banks are, are decorated, uh, you know, with Hispanic Heritage Month. And, you know, actually, I, I you know, I, I didn't know that. Um, and so, again, it's like, you know, public places where a lot of people where you have a lot of traffic, if you have the opportunity to be able to educate your clients or educate the public that is definitely gonna be the right place to do it. Um, and so, um, and again, it is about recognition of something that was created back in the 1990s, but it goes further back of just recognizing, um, you know, the original peoples of this landscape um, and the things that we have done contributed to the United States. Really, that's what Native American Heritage Month is, is about, is about recognizing the local tribes of your state, uh, recognizing the contributions that they provided to not just the state, but to the nation. Um, there are a lot of people out there. Um, so there's a long list of things that could be done. I wish I was a little bit more well-versed on the history here in Idaho specifically, where I come from in Tennessee. There's a lot more Amish history actually there, a lot of like smaller communities in the country and things like that who live off the land. And But I did research, and according to an article called Native America and the Mayflower, for many years the Native American people have celebrated days of Thanksgiving long before the English colonists arrived. The English, like many other cultures, also had a tradition of Thanksgiving celebrations. The first Thanksgiving is thought to have been sometime between September 21st and November 9th of 1621. I thought that's such a long tradition that is carried on if that's when the very first Thanksgiving is supposed to have happened. What Thanksgiving traditions have carried on in the Shoshone-Bannock tribes that they observe today? Well, it's interesting, um, you know, that history, when you do Google what is Thanksgiving, what does it mean, um, you're going to get a variety of different answers, but you have to be careful about those answers because, again, they're not coming from a tribal perspective, or uh, maybe they are, and, and if they are, then um, sometimes you're getting an answer from a specific tribe. Um, but, again, the history of the very first Thanksgiving um there's a lot more to just that one sitting down of sharing of foods. Um, you know, there was a lot of other things that happened after that meal um, that you definitely will not read in the textbooks or uh, even have a tribal perspective on. But um, I think that uh, it is great that uh, Thanksgiving is recognized as that first meal of, of having the Native American tribe and the non-tribal come together during the meal. Um, I do know that 
the tribe did share a lot of their crops that they grew um, and it, and a lot of it was because the non-tribal people that were coming through um, they didn't have a lot of food and so the tribes had to teach them how to basically cultivate uh, the, the agriculture the corn and the wheat and uh, whatever they had their traditional foods and uh, but the way that Shoshone Bannock recognizes um, Thanksgiving is we actually have a holiday um, and it's called the Native American Day. Um, and that is on November 25th. <clears throat> and that is the day after Thanksgiving. So um, basically it just um, provides us time to spend with our families, just like uh, nationally, we all spend time with our family during the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, but also being able to have the conversation about um, what is Thanksgiving. Um, and today, you know, the, the meaning is, is being thankful for the food that we have and uh, the family that we do have. Um, so, but also recognizing the past. Um, you know, I, I often find myself um, giving more historical information to my kids um, just because of um, the role that I play um, within the tribal government of uh, going to classrooms and talking about Native American heritage uh, and the culture and the traditions that we have here in Fort Hall. Um, and so my kids uh, um, definitely are fortunate to have that history lesson. Um, but, you know, and again, I, I do appreciate um, you uh, inviting me to share this with everybody because I think these are things that need to be talked about more often. And um, I feel that a lot of history um, of Idaho and just Native American peoples is really, um, it's getting better um, nationally. You have a lot of uh, amazing Native American authors now writing books, um, when in the past um, there was never that tribal perspective that you can find when you were researching um, about these national holidays. Um, now you're starting to see more colleges include the tribal's perspective and they're going back to that tribe um, that still have um, uh, descendants from the ancestors that were part of that um, holiday, that original feast. So it's very interesting. Um, and um, But I don't have that information with me right now um, to share, but I, I can say if you are very interested, um, definitely Google um, the tribe that was involved with that first feast and find out from them their perspective of, of what their thoughts were and what happened after that feast. Right. One of the things that I was kind of observing, there are so many distinct tribes that have a rich history here and I think sometimes we talk about them as one or we refer to them all in the same umbrella term, Native American. But I still feel like each had unique contributions to the history. And mm -hmm. but what I really appreciate is your willingness to answer questions about uh, the Shoshone-Bannock tribes and also clarify some of the history. And good journalism will go to as close a source as possible to find out what really happened. And so I'm, I'm grateful for your openness here. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I'm glad that you brought that up because here in southeastern Idaho, uh, we have the Shoshone and the Bannock, uh, the Paiute. Um, we have the eastern Shoshone um, to the east of us on the Idaho-Wyoming border. 
Um, we have um, the the crows that also came close into the Idaho region. Um, so there is definitely a rich history of um, the Native American cultures here in southeastern Idaho. Um, so definitely I would encourage anybody listening, if you are working for a school district or if you're working for a city, do reach out to the local tribes and invite them to be part of the conversation and invite them to provide uh, historical perspectives. Um, I think that's the only way that you're gonna be able to really open up the conversation and hear from them directly. Yeah, that's a good point. I think invitation sometimes is all people need as far as contributing. <laughs> and sometimes it's a little bit intimidating when, I, I'm just talking from a student perspective, when you're in class and you're sitting and you probably know the answer to the question, but you're like, well, I don't know if I want to be the one to answer. And then your teacher calls on you and you're like, okay, well, I guess I'll respond. I've been in invited to do so. And at that point, you realize that your answer was correct and that, you know, <laughs> it wasn't as there scary was as you to thought. Be scared of. Right. Yeah, there was nothing to be scared of. Um, so basically, you know, for Native American Heritage Month, you know, I, I feel that this is just a huge platform for our indigenous peoples to educate society about our tribal communities that we do exist. We are thriving. We are growing. Uh, just like any other city, we have education issues. We have housing issues. We have health issues. Um, and these are things that our tribal leadership um, are tasked with in protecting uh, the safety of their people. So uh, we, um, as the Fort Hall Reservation, we do the best we can to um, definitely um, get out there and educate um, that we're still here, that we're not going nowhere, and that our heritage and our culture still thrives today. Uh, we have an annual powwow that is hosted here in Fort Hall, uh, second weekend of August. And we encourage everybody uh, to come out to um, just witness, you know, the rich history that Idaho has. Um, we have five tribes here in the state of Idaho. Uh, three are in the north. We have the Nez Perce, the Coeur d'Alene, and the Kootenai. And two in the southern state, which is our tribe, the Shoshone Bannock and the Shoshone Paiute um, in Duck Valley. So, um, you know, when you think about the those rich tribes, each tribe uh, contributes to uh, making what Idaho is and how unique we are um, in in what we do. So, wonderful. Just one last question. For our listeners, I know we already kind of went through each of the days of the week in celebration of Native American Heritage Month, but where can they go to find that calendar attachment that lists all of the days of the week? It will be posted on the tribe's uh, Facebook page. Um, and again, you know, we specifically just created this for our community. But again, you know, I invite the listeners, if you would like to participate, definitely we welcome you. Uh, you don't have to be tribal. I mean, again, we have a lot of people out there that have moccasins that that were purchased by their grandmother uh, or their parents. Um, and, you know, if you want to buy a new pair, you know, you can come on over to Fort Hall and, and buy a new pair to participate. Uh, the Rock Your Mocks is this Wednesday, so you do have some time. Um, and again, it's just about putting them on and taking a picture and, and using the hashtag rock your mocks. 
and also hashtag Native American Heritage Day, and then also hashtag Fort Hall. Um, so then that way I can track it. So Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure interviewing with you today, Randiel, and I pray that you have a lovely rest of your Native American Heritage Month. Yes, thank you. And uh, thank you, everybody. And, you know, definitely participate in Native American Heritage Month. Do what you can to uh, post something um, on your personal Facebook page or your personal Instagram. Um, That's what this is all about is, you know, sometimes maybe uh, you have a friend that's Native American, you know, post a selfie with them and ask them what tribe they're from. I mean, these are just small things that you can do with social media. I mean, I I feel like social media definitely helps a lot in bringing awareness. For BYU-Idaho Radio, I'm Ashley Chilcutt. This was an interview with Randy L. Teton, the public affairs manager for the Shoshone-Bannock tribes. We talked about how you can contribute in Native American Heritage Month.